It's the Wealth and Wisdom Podcast, providing you wisdom on investments, taxes, retirement, and other topics that listeners will benefit from, all in hopes of helping you build and enjoying your wealth your way. Here's your host, Michael Loftus of Loftus Wealth Strategies. Hello, this is Michael Loftus for Wealth and Wisdom TV, and welcome to our latest podcast, number 10. If this is your first time here, we, of course, do podcasts, obviously. We do market updates on a monthly basis, as well as other educational videos. So please do consider subscribing. Now, today's podcast, of course, available here on YouTube, but also on all of the various podcasting platforms. So welcome and hope you enjoy. So as always, we like to start off with a quote. If we command our wealth, we shall be rich and free. If your wealth commands us, we are poor indeed. That is from Edmund Burke. Very nice little opening statement there. So this month, we're going to have a two-part series. Finish it up next month. We're going to talk about expenses this month in retirement. Next month, about income. So let's dive into it, all right? So we're going to explore many of the expenses in your life and obviously specific to retirement. So kicking things off, what are some of those expensive expenses that might drastically change in retirement, okay? So first up is housing. Now why? I think there's a couple things. One, you may have paid off that home as you enter retirement. Some folks do that. Some people will buy a second home. Here, they live up north, and in the wintertime, they go down south, so they might have an additional expense as it pertains to, ha- to housing. Next up, no more work stuff. Don't have that commute, whether it's driving, train, bus, whatever the case might be. Those fancy clothes you're wearing, right? How about that lunch you would buy every day just to get out of the office, right? A lot of those expenses go away when I talk to folks that are retire. We revisit three, six months so they have a better idea. Because I always tell them you're going to be surprised how much money is going to be left over, even though you're now living off your retirement income, Social Security pension, etc. Okay, so that is a nice thing that goes away. So healthcare, yeah, let's talk about this one for a second. So you have two options here. Obviously, a lot of clients have clients last week. They are... 61, 62, right? So they have to go onto the exchange or get uh, private health insurance. Now, if you go on the exchange, okay, without giving all the numbers here, if it's just the two of you, you need to stay under just about $74,000 to get some of those credits. So we have a lot of clients that do take advantage of the exchange. So in most cases, it will be less than you're currently paying. Let me take that back because some companies pay a lot, some don't pay as much, but generally get a better deal on the exchange. Now, that being said, as you age, of course, some expenses will get higher. Now, of course, we've got Medicare, some of the other supplements as well, but I mean, just the cost of taking care of yourself, going to the various doctors and maybe some things that do pop up should all be part of your plan. And we'll talk more about that as we go forward. So taxes, okay? Obviously, taxes will generally go down, okay? 
We do a lot of tax planning, can't do tax advice, but we have tax planning software that allows us to get, gather those tax returns or do some forecasting to see we are when we're in retirement. So the monies are coming from Social Security, pension, but then if you have non-retirement accounts, dividends, capital gains, we need to think about that. But generally, you're gonna see your tax bracket, what we call your marginal tax bracket, right? Your combined bracket uh, is going to be lower. So that is generally a good thing. And we take advantage of that, especially when it comes to taking some Roth conversions. Retirement savings. As I mentioned, a lot of people are surprised when they're actually making a little bit more than they thought. And part of that is because remember, when you're working, you're putting money into your 401k, probably paying for life insurance, and all these different programs that are available at some of these companies. So these are some of the things that are going to go away. Now, that being said, they go away, but so does your paycheck. So let's not get uh, too aggressive here thinking you can spend that right away. Travel and leisure, when we do a financial plan, we take a look at that. We put between ten and 15000 a year for travel in our plan. We inflate that over time because we want to make sure that everyone is enjoying themselves. Now, some folks, they get to the point where they don't want to travel anymore, so that can change your plan. But again, that's why we do a financial plan. We plug it in for X amount of years. We also say it's living, breathing. So all these things that we have referenced, they can change. And it can change quite a bit in retirement, which is why we're updating that financial plan. Most recently, we have uh, uh, given our clients what's called a one-page plan. So we update that at least once, if not twice a year. Okay. All right. So we've gone through all of those, but now I kind of break it down. So when I do a financial plan, we have our must-haves, right? Your wants and your wishes. Okay. So must-haves, pretty obvious. You've got your housing, healthcare, food and groceries, transportation, and paying off any particular debt. Nice to have travel and leisure. We talked about that. I always put that in the plan. Self-care activities, gifts, donations, entertainment, renovations, always in there. Just did that with a plan that I uh, presented yesterday where they want to do some changes to their second home here down at the beach. So besides some of these, you know, what other things can uh, contribute to some of your cash flow problems in retirement? I'll touch on these real quickly. Longevity, right? When we do a plan, we do it till age 94 just in case, right? Making sure that those funds do last. So think about that. Inflation, obviously, taking a big bite out of things here the last couple of years, recording this in late July. Inflation is still real. We think it's going to go up here in the next few months. We're already seeing that with oil and lumber and some other items. Okay, so uh, that is another item we would need to be aware of, but that's why when we do the plan, we put in generally a 2.5% inflation factor for those items like travel and those ongoing expenses to make sure we... Uh, plan for that. Investment returns. When I do a plan, I always do a conservative 5%. When we have a good year, right? We look at that. We change it. No big deal. Bad year. We look at it. Same thing, right? But over time, you know, no matter what CNBC says, I've done a video on that. I believe right up here, I'll put a link. You know, you don't really see that 7 to 10% consistently. Okay. So investment returns. Let's look at that more conservative number. Then when you have the good year, bad year, you do adjust for that. Emergencies, you know, we like a minimum of three months. 
cash reserves up to six months, depending on what type of guaranteed income streams uh, that you are taking. Okay, so let's move on to our next topic. We have bad money habits that can spoil your retirement party. Okay, hopefully nobody's going through this, but these are some ones that we want to talk about and make sure we do not get caught in this trap. Okay, ignoring your statements. You know, a lot of times. Obviously, we have folks that look every day. Some don't look at all, right? Understanding where you are, that's one of the reasons why we've implemented this new one-page plan so everybody can get a good idea as far as where we are. I mentioned this, looking at the stock market too much, right? Procrastinating against financial decisions, buying you know, the new car. Anything new right now is a difficult decision because... Any type of interest rates, unless you're paying cash, are really high on used cars, new cars, etc. Okay, but being able to make those decisions pretty quickly, pretending like a nursing home is not something you're gonna uh, be part of. The reality is, in a couple, one will go through a nursing home situation, and if not nursing home, care at home, which is what are, most people are facing today, which is why. You know, we do talk to everyone about some type of life hybrid long-term care option to take care of that as well, okay? Investing emotionally instead of strategically. You know, we do, if you watch our videos on the markets, uh, our latest one right here, process, 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 right? It's not getting caught up, whether it's AI or the latest thing or whatever the case might be, right? Staying focused on what works, what has worked, looking at those cycles, and making sure we're taking advantage of that over time. Living beyond your means and possibly mismanaging debt. We do see this with some folks taking out too much money out of their accounts, especially you know when you have a year like last year, when you're down a certain amount and you're taking out more than the required, not required, Normal than a standard withdrawal rate, which is probably three to six percent, can have a big impact, right? So we have to be mindful of that as we go forward. Last section, we talked about that emergency fund. We want to make sure you don't touch it. I know I've got an account, uh, even my wife doesn't know where it is, but I have a cash account to make sure, God forbid, anytime we need to do that. You know, diversifying your portfolio again, if you follow us, we're not a buy and hold traditional 60 40. Gosh, we're very, very diversified right now across many, many countries. But that is important to do. That's a good way to spread out risk, whether it be through countries or sectors, healthcare, consumer staples, etc. Avoiding professional advice because you'll save money. Well, of course, you know I'm going to say that one. It's always good to get a professional opinion on what's happening and getting some good advice from advisors. We've been through so much. Like I said, we do. Most good advisory firms are doing professional money management, financial planning, helping with estate planning, tax planning, and legacy planning. And all that is of great value, okay? Next up, let's go to the mailbag. All right, so first we have Claire in Florida, which is ironic because I have a daughter, Claire, that lives in Florida. Okay, should I move my IRA from a place that charges a 2.5% fee? It seems extremely high to me, and I'm not sure how to tell if I'm getting my money's worth. 
So a couple questions here. First, is that all in, meaning investment advice, financial planning, et cetera, right? So let's break that down, okay? You know, we charge, it's disclosed, always in all documentation. We're a fee-based advisor. We act as a fiduciary, so we're fees only, okay? But our fee does include the financial plan and tax plan and everything else that we do for our clients. Now, on top of that, you have the investment, so the fund fee. Now, we don't use mutual funds. There is another expense. You have some mutual funds that are over 1%. Does that include the 2.5%? So we use primarily, not primarily, only ETFs, exchange traded funds, as well as individual equities. So some of our funds are as low as 0.05%, very, very low. So when I hear 2.5%, yes, that's a lot. I mean, I had a plan, I, like I said, I just uh, presented yesterday, and they had one of these TPM, third-party money managers. It was 1.85%, which is significantly higher than we charge. On top of that, they charge for a financial plan anywhere between $2,500 and $5,000. So yes, I do think that is a large fee. Next up, we have Doug in Dallas, Texas. Thanks so much for watching. I just got a raise at work, which is good. Obviously, though, the downside is that I make too much money to put into a Roth IRA. I like having that tax, tax-free growth in the Roth, but now it's off the table. Where should I invest my money? Well, a couple things. One, you know, that's always a challenge when I meet with folks. If all their money's in an IRA, that can be a problem. I mean, an IRA is really a very tax-inefficient vehicle because everything that comes out comes out at what? Capital gains, right? Your highest tax numbers. So we do like the fact you're using a Roth. So one, check with your employer. Do they do a Roth 401k? Maybe that's an option. If not, the tax deferred you're going to lose, okay? Uh, but any kind of other vehicle, even if it's just a brokerage account, yes, there's taxes, capital gains, dividends, etc. Maybe have it there as well. Because again, I want to make sure when you retire, you have more money than just in that retirement fund. Another thing, you didn't mention whether or not you have any RRAs. Have you done any Roth conversions to push some over there? If you're younger, you've got time in your hands, might be a good time to do that as well. So next up, I've been taking 8% out of my portfolio each year, which is a lot. But I don't have a lot of delusions about my life expectancy. I'm 69 years old, not in good health at all, quite frankly. I think everyone I know would be shocked if I lived past 75. Is this approach okay to me? So I don't have any idea what your full situation is about. So obviously you want to make sure you get a financial plan. If you're taking that much, which is a lot, as I said, 3 to 6% max is where you want to be. Is it a lot? Absolutely, it's a lot. Too much, I'd have to look at your overall investment strategy and then do you want to leave a legacy? Do you have a spouse? Do you have children, right? Those are the kind of things that uh, you want to look at as well. And maybe you do live longer, right? So you have to be mindful of all of that. So personally, I would be a little bit careful there and make sure that you're planned for all scenarios, okay? So thanks so much for watching. This is Michael Loftus for Wealth and Wisdom TV. Hope to see you at our next video and or 
podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Wealth and Wisdom Podcast. If you have any questions or would like to schedule time with Michael Loftus to review goals and or financial plans, please give us a call at 302-251-8901. You can also visit us at lwsde.com to contact or check out many resources, including our video blog. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much wherever you can find shows. Material discussed is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Please consult your accountant and attorney for specific advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Loftus Wealth Strategies, LLC, a registered investment advisor.